Welcome back, everyone, to Sip and Talk, the podcast with your host, China Ashley. This is season four, episode one, single and sexless in the city and why it's okay. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into it. Okay, everyone, head into the kitchen, pull out your stemware, and pour yourselves a beverage of choice. And while you all are doing that, for those that are new, we like to start off with a quote, tips, and announcements. And before I even begin, I just want to say thank you to those that are new listening, and thank you so much to my returning listeners. You all are so patient with me in between these breaks from one season to the next, and Like always, I just want to say thank you because I'll never be able to thank you all enough. You all listening and playing these episodes and replaying the episodes and sharing with your family and friends is what what makes this journey of podcasting or being a podcaster and sharing my stories with you all and opening up these discussions is you all make it worthwhile to see that those plays and those numbers grow. Okay, so. I like to share quotes and things that I resonate with and things that it can speak to the uh, topic of discussion that we're going to be on tonight or on these episodes. But before I do that, I just want to share an announcement that I have for those that um, don't follow or keep up with me on social media. As of December 13th of 2020, I crossed the burning sands into Sigma land and became a woman of Sigma. I'm number eight, known as Procision of the 12 Imperial Roses of Sigma of the Eta Sigma Alumni Chapter of Atlanta, Georgia of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. I'm so proud to be able to say that. I had no idea I would be that proud to hear those things roll off my tongue, (laughs) but I am so proud and um, proud of my Torch sisters. We went through an unprecedented process doing this um, process virtually, and nonetheless, it was still tough. It was still hard. It was more so than what I expected, but it was so beautiful and so worth the journey, and I'm just proud to be a part of the heart and soul of Atlanta and to be part of a chapter here in the Southeast region that is so involved in the community. So I'll share more with my, about my journey and things that go on, of course, throughout this process, of course, throughout these seasons and these episodes, I'm sure I will have a lot more to share, but that is my announcement. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. So I'm going to share two quotes that I found if I still have them up that of course speaks to Um, being single and wanting someone in your life, those that have been listening in and those that have been following these episodes know that that is something that I myself um, have dealt with, currently dealing with, and we are going to talk about it throughout these seasons, of course, and we're going to talk about it in this episode as well. So Let's see. I have uh, actually more than two quotes. I'm coming across four things that are speaking to me right now. So let's share them. If you're single, do not worry about finding someone. Instead, enjoy yourself. Eat good food, travel to neat places, 
laugh with people you have nothing in common with, do whatever makes you happiest, you are not in need of an other half, you are already whole. If you meet someone, then you will still be whole. Tell yourself you are wonderful. Don't hang out with anyone who makes you feel like you're not. You don't need anyone to be happy. Focus on yourself and everything else will eventually fall into place. The next one is similar to that. Says it in a little bit more, um, a little bit of a different way. Same, same concept. There's so much more to life than finding someone who will want you or being sad over someone who doesn't. There's a lot of wonderful time to be spent discovering yourself without hoping someone will fall in love with you along the way. And it doesn't need to be painful or empty. You will need to fill yourself up with love, not anyone else. Become a whole being on your own. Go on adventures, fall asleep in the woods with friends, wander around the city at night, sit in a coffee shop on your own, write on your bathroom stalls, leave notes in the library books, <clears throat> dress yourself up, give to others, smile a lot, do all things in love, but don't romanticize life like you can't survive without it. Live for yourself and be happy on your own. It isn't any less beautiful, I promise. I like that one. And the next two is relationships won't heal you and being single won't kill you. Single isn't a status. It's a word that describes a person who is strong enough to enjoy life without depending on the wrong people. So I like those because, again, those are the words and things that I needed to hear in this moment, given the fact that my dating experiences are still not going quite the way I would like or would have hoped. And the more I'm getting better with my discernment on these dates with these men, the and the the not bad or not so good experiences that I'm having has really truly led me back to what these quotes were just um, speaking to that I just need to focus on myself. The same thing that I'm pretty sure people have already told me, just enjoy your singleness, embrace your singleness, grow closer to God and enjoy being single. Enjoy yourself, you know, get to know yourself. I've, I've heard those things and I'm thinking, yeah, I, I, I think I do things that work towards those goals, but how these quotes said, just go out on adventures, just enjoy life, be present in the now, treat yourself to dinner, which if y'all know, I love taking myself to brunch. Okay. Now that is something I would definitely do on my own by myself and have a jolly old good time is going to brunch and having me one or two mimosas and eating me some good food and stuffing myself. Oh, I love that. But Doing more than just that, going to the museums, looking for art galleries, going to events. I'll probably need to start going back to the gym at some point. Um, I'm trying to wait this whole COVID thing out. Of course, we have to consider those things. But when we get back to a place where we can get back out into, uh, into the world and enjoy um, these luxuries that have been afforded to us, 
You don't know what you what you um, had until it's gone. So when we are able to reconvene back into the world, I'm truly going to focus more on the now. I'm going to focus on these adventures, enjoying the journey. I'm going to definitely enjoy the community service that I'll be doing. Um, that's something to look forward to. The whole excitement of having um, the sisterhood in my life is a little bit scary and exciting at the same time. Of course, this is just new to me. I have my small circle of friends and I love to network with people and I love to be um, in large settings or crowded settings or things where I can speak to people, share my story, hear their story. But I like to also withdraw and be to my own. So now that I have um, torch sisters that I'm all, you know, getting so close with, it, it's new to me. And then you speak about a whole organization that has thousands of members all over this world. We have chapters in Dubai, the Middle East. You know, we were in the Caribbean. I mean, we're everywhere. So that, that, that's comforting to know that I'll have a sister no matter where I go. But at the same time, it is new at the same time. It is very new. But it is worth it. And um, if you've ever considered wanting to be a part of a sisterhood and if you feel like you are alone, trust me, joining a sorority, you will never be alone again. I just want to throw that out there. So let's go ahead and go into our intermission before I start talking about the whole main topic and forget to <laughs> forget to have the intermission break. Um, we're going to have a musical um, selection. If you're listening in on the Anchor app, you will be able to hear those selections. If you are listening in on any other platform, unfortunately, you will not be able to hear the music. But we will get back and we're going to talk about why it is okay to be single and sexless in the city. Whether it's a big city, little city, or small town, no town, it's okay to be single and sexless. And we're going to talk about why it's okay. And we're back. So I don't want to keep too much of your time, even though I know I say that and the episodes end up being like 40 minutes long, but that is truly not the goal for this first episode of the season. So why is it okay to be single and sexless in the city? Now, for me, coming up as an adolescent or a teen, sex in the city was all the rage uh, for the grown folks, grown folks business. But me as a young woman, a young lady, um, learning or trying to understand this feminine energy, learning to figure out this feminine body and the things that come with being a woman and the essence of being a woman. It, to me, of course, watching the media in the 90s, it's all about sex appeal. You know, of course, now more so is even more so about the whole sex appeal and sex sales. But it was all about the sex appeal and um, like sex in the city was all about the dating, the clothes, the designer, the luxury lifestyle and dating and looking for love, waiting for love and waiting to be swept off your feet and having this mad, passionate sex with your partner and wearing the sexy lingerie and showing up in the trench coat and flashing your man. I mean, that was what 
you, to me, as a young child, not knowing much about nothing about relationships or sex, but to me, what I saw on me, the media, that's what I assumed that life as an adult was about, other than working and paying your bills and buying yourself the things that you want. But now, being an adult and the older I get and the more of this world changes and the more changes that happen with the gender roles and the masculine energy, feminine energy, the feminist movement and being an independent woman amongst um, men and the balancing scales are just teeter-tottering right now to me. That, that This is my perception of things, right? And going or starting more sooner than I should have. And like I said, this whole influence and peer pressure and things is not like I didn't know that fornicating was wrong um, or bad and that you should wait for marriage. Of course, that that's what, that's how I grew up right in the church. And that's what I was taught. But being in the world is completely different when you're out here facing the actual temptations and things that are happening around you. So like I said, you have that mindset, oh, this is what we're supposed to do as an adult, right? Or a young teen or a young adult, whatever. You shouldn't be doing it, but you think that this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to fall in love and you have sex with each other. And that means he likes me and I like him. <laughs> oh, childish and foolish. But as you get older, as I'm getting older, the more I have gone through these one night stands or these situationships or me thinking that I'm in these relationships with these men that are living double lives and what have you, that the more I should have held out, the more I realize I should have held out or the more I realize that I should hold out more so. And the more I feel like that abstinence or celibacy are goals that at some point you realize or I've realized that laying down and being the the woman that is the receiver and receiving men's um energy that they deposit they're putting all their stress all their demons all their worries all their whatever into you getting their release and their healing and then you're left with all that in you, all of that in your energy field, all that in your aura, all of that in your body, all of that in your spirit that you have now taken in. And when I was younger, I didn't even realize that. I didn't even realize that sex was powerful, that sex is sacred, and that sex can be so energetically charging. And that, like I said, it's powerful that you can do some things um energetically with your partner in the midst in the midst of sex and that you should be mindful of the soul ties and the cords that we attach ourselves to and these spirits and these people that we're attaching ourselves to and not just that one person like they taught us in sex ed that when you lay down with someone and you're having sex with them you're having sex with all the other people that they've had sex with too. And as a child in sex ed or as a teenager and you hear it a few times, you're thinking, 
how is it that I lay down with this one person and I'm supposed to now all of a sudden be having sex with whoever they ain't had sex with? Like, how is that possible, right? But didn't think beyond the physical. It, it, it's physical and it's spiritual as well um, in the spirit realm, energetic realm, in, in the energy fields. That energy, of course, cannot be created nor destroyed. It's just transferred. So when we're having sex, we're transferring our energies, energies between ourselves and our partners, partner and or partners, however you get down. Okay. (laughs) But, um, so when I think about being single and uh, don't get me wrong, I have been in places and seasons in my life where I was just here for the fun. I'm not here to date. I'm not looking for love. I don't want a relationship. Right. And I'm just out there doing whatever it is that me and my body want to do or allowed to be done to us, right? And then later on, here I am, approaching 30, still single, still trying to figure out this whole dating thing, and then still trying to figure out how to own my sensuality, my my sexuality, and the essence that makes me China, and makes me the sexy China, or the empowered feminine woman, Um, when I can actually let go of all the masculine stuff, right? When we can just let go and go into those things that make us soft and the things that make us beautiful and desired. But at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean that we should be sharing that with someone that isn't so deserving. So I'm saying all of that to say, it is perfectly fine to be in a city to want to be desired, to want to be in love, or even to want to have your fun, right? But at some point, it does come with a cost or a price that has to be paid with our bodies, um, paid with our energy. And all I'm saying is that we should be more mindful of what we're consuming and what we allow to take into ourselves and into our bodies I, for one, I'm not going to say I regret it, but if I had known better, I would have definitely had did a lot different and a lot better with my body and my choices in, in, in my sex, right? You don't have to prove anything to these men, especially if you're a young girl, young teen, young woman that's listening. Lord knows I ain't heard. I don't know how many men tell me, oh, you scared. Oh, you're green. You're vanilla. As if I'm supposed to prove myself to him I'm supposed to lay down with him and prove to him how good how bad I can put it down on him whatever or what have you and it's not worth that it's not worth like I said attaching yourself and and creating all these different soul ties that eventually hold you back and hold you down you don't know why you're still so sad all of a sudden, why you're so depressed and why things aren't working out for you, why you don't feel like yourself. Like all these things can take an effect on us. So if we're single and we're wanting to be our best selves or be the whole person, the whole being, as those quotes mentioned, so that when love does come into our lives, that we're completely whole entirely that we're not consumed with these energies and these soul ties and these cords 
that we don't need. So that's that's where I'm, I wanted to go with this. Um, and like I said, I don't want to keep too much of your time. But when I was suggested the topic of single and sexless in the city, that, yeah, I, I'm at that place in life because going out here on these dates and being on these apps, trying to meet these men and the more men that just come at me with just this whole, oh, I just want to link up. Oh, I just thought we could Netflix and chill. Like that tells you everything you need to know. Like I stopped talking to a guy because he approached me about business and I'm thinking, oh, I, here's an opportunity that I can have a platform to give you all a visual of my podcast, right? He offered for me to use his establishment as the scene of the setting for my podcast and basically baited me using that, using my business to take advantage of me, to invite me over for dinner, which I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be a business dinner. We can go have dinner, talk over how we're going to map out some days so I can shoot this podcast. No, then it becomes the truth comes out like, okay, this obviously wasn't about business. Like, what is this invitation about? Oh, I just thought we could vibe together. We could do Netflix and chill together. And to me, when I hear those things, that just means you thought I was going to get off work after I've been on my feet for almost 12 hours, sit around waiting for you to make this dinner, drive 30 some minutes to get here. Of course, have a good time. But the end result of me thinking that I was coming to have a conversation around my business was a ploy to get me loose and laxed and laid back and watching a movie so you could feel up on me because I'm single, right? So if I'm single, that must mean that I must want some male attention, that I must be thirsty and desperate for a man and for a man to want to lay with me and cuddle me and hold me and rub on me and watch a movie with me. And then that means I'll just let him slide right up in me, right? No, we, no, that's not where we should be going with this. If we're, if we're single, let's be single. Let's focus on how to date and with intention and purposefully and being confident enough to own what it is that we want to own, whether it's a 30 day rule or six month rule or celibacy rule until we're married, that we should set those standards for ourselves. We should do it confidently and that we should not feel like we have to give ourselves away to men that do the bare minimum, first of all, for our attention and do the bare minimum to keep our attention, but doing the bare minimum to get our maximum to, to give us, to give ourselves to them. And when we're the receivers and the healers and they don't deserve that. And, but like I said, if you want to do that and you're going to willingly and knowingly do that, by all means do so. Hey, I've been there before, but like I said, where I'm at right now is like, I've done enough of that and I've reaped the repercussions of doing that. And now that I know things are, um, more so in depth or I have a little bit better knowledge and understanding of my body, of the power that I possess, my energy fields and how all things work together in this life that I just want to go back to focusing on loving me, loving myself, enjoying being in the city, enjoying being able to go out and enjoy different restaurants, enjoy different shopping centers, enjoy 
different parks, enjoy different events and festivals and wineries and spas and whatever it is that is going on around me to just enjoy that, enjoy my life, enjoy putting my mark on this earth. Like the um, one quote said, putting little notes in library books, things like that, where you can just leave your mark on this this earth versus the desire and the um, obsession or consuming yourself so much with wanting to have someone, wanting to um, not having to keep going to sleep at, at night alone, even though I know that's hard. It's hard for me. I don't like it either. I get very frustrated. I have my moments where sometimes I actually will cry myself to sleep because I'm so frustrated with being single, with being by myself and not having someone here with me, not having someone to buy me flowers and chocolate on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is coming up and it sucks sometimes. But at the same time, do I want to be with someone that doesn't deserve me, someone who doesn't value me? Someone who's just, you know, vibing with me. Like he said, you just want to vibe. You just want to have a good time, laugh. But you're not looking to court me. You're not looking to protect my heart. You're not looking to protect me, love me, cherish me. And when I weigh those options, I want to be with someone that doesn't even care about me. They just like having sex with me. Or do I want to be by myself, loving myself, treating myself the way that I deserve to be treated, how I want to be treated, how I want to be loved until the right person comes into my life. And then we can have all the lovemaking, mad, passionate, intimacy, intimate sex that we could, that we could have in, in this lifetime. Right? So that's my little Ted talk for tonight's episode on why it is okay to be single and sexless in the city that we do not have to keep putting ourselves at risk um, for these men that just aren't doing right. And if you remember about a year ago now, exactly a year ago and a month and some change, that I went through a breakup with a guy that I thought was going to be a decent guy. I thought that this was going to be a relationship that resulted in marriage. And lo and behold, very soon into the relationship, after I myself failed to hold out and um, make that man earn the exclusivity with me and earn the right to have um, have me. And he came right out and was like, yeah, I was with someone else and not just with someone else, with someone else unprotected. And the thought that I've made it this far in my life without ever having to deal with that. And I'm not thinking I'm better than anyone that has ever had to deal with contracting anything from someone that they trusted. But the fact that someone that you trusted, someone that you cared about and that you or I took precautions to make sure that I was doing the right thing, went out and just carelessly exposed himself and then exposed me to God knows what, you know, And if that happens, after that happens a couple of times, um, things start to shift in how you view sex and how you view and how you view intimacy and how you view wanting to share those parts of yourself with someone. And the more times go by, the more months go by and days go by and weeks go by, the more comfortable I get with my abstinent journey. 
and the more comfortable I and confident actually that I feel when I'm out on these dates. And I think it's probably because they've been going so bad that at this point, being by myself is a luxury. Being by myself is ideal because it's terrible that you can't go out on a date with a grown man and have a grown adult conversation with substance and that you can't have um, conversations around true intentional dating and wanting to discover the compatibility without it being more so about the physicality, how, how sexy you look and how good it looks and how soon he can get you back to the, the bed. Um, I've had enough of that. So ladies, if you're in the city or if you're in a small town and you're single, it is okay to be sexless. It is okay to hold out. It is okay to say no. It's okay to be turning them down. Um, it is really okay. I don't know how else to, to say it right now. Um, that's what I have. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to keep rambling. I'm going to let you all go now. And But before I let you go, um, there is a playlist on my YouTube channel, China Ashley, that you can go listen to. It's a public playlist. It's not that many songs on there, but I'm looking forward to my self-care Sunday, um, Valentine's Day edition, playing my music that empowers me and reminds me that being single is okay. While I indulge in some Valentine's Day edition self-care, may put some rose petals in a nice hot bath with some nice rose essential oils, lavender essential oils, some nice pink Himalayan sea salts and Epsom salts and just relax and listen to my music and rub myself down with some vanilla um, body oils and just relax on the in the bed and watch a nice movie and just love myself and love being present and discovering who I am and who I'm becoming as a woman. So go check it out. And I will see you all or talk to you all on the next episode. Be blessed.